Hey everyone, it's Haley here once again for another week of the HLP. I will keep things short and sweet. It is March. Use our diehard code for 15% off and support the show. It is hideous-mar. And also, once again, we are so close to Bestokers coming out. I'm so excited. We're getting really excited. Done a lot of stuff in the background and I can't wait until we can bring it to you guys. So, if whatever you're able to do, able to give on our Patreon, we super appreciate it. And it is awesome to hear that we are so close to this goal that we've been waiting to hit. Like I said, I'll keep it short and sweet. So with that, I'll welcome you to episode 136, Color Out of Face. and things that go boom then buckle up listener because this one's for you prepare yourself for the hideous laughter podcast hey everybody and welcome back to the hideous laughter podcast episode 136 you guys just got reamed out by a mayor. So now we're doing some other shit. The day is still young. The oh. day is still very young, despite aggroing an entire parish. Yeah, yeah. I, I should be more nervous, huh? Um, you should be way more nervous. <laughs> <sighs> we haven't lost yet. You haven't lost yet. So... Yeah. No. I just gave a lot. I gave a lot over to the Lopper to win that, guys. I gave a lot to win this. Yeah, it's like yeah. And you guys, you guys know that like every time I kill one of you, I have to just squirrel away another hundred fifty bucks. So <laughs> it's, it's right. really, it really doesn't doesn't work in my favor to kill you guys. But actually, yeah. Next time I get pissed at you, I'm just gonna throw a two off a cliff. The GameStop went way up this week. So I actually have some cash to spend. We're gonna be rolling in the character. Rolling, rolling in the character. <laughs> oh man! So, Steve, what, what? Kick us off. What are you drinking? Hey, thanks, bud. I'm drinking a beer from Wolf's Ridge Brewing. This is a Venus Gospel. It's a peach tea ghost. Very tasty. All right. Peach tea. Mm-hmm. Emily, you, you're look really looking intently at your can. What you got? I have uh, something a little different tonight, a beer from High Wire Brewing. It is a sour smoothie, a blackberry cobbler. I've had this one before. It's really good for a sour. You know, normally there's a lot of sourness and like gives you a little bit of a pucker, but they add some lactose to it and it just really smooths out the flavor. So it it's great. Speaking of somebody that gives me a little pucker. Hey, Brooks. Oh, thanks, Griff. I have a land by Heart State. It is a Hefeweizen with uh, tasting notes that are light, crisp, complex, and sweaty. Excuse me, weedy. Yeah, I'm going I'm to need you to turn that can around. I need you to read out what, what the flavors are inspired by. Because I can see him on this side of the table. And, oh boy. Bananas. 
clothes, cloves, cloves, <laughs> sweaty clothes, <laughs> bubble gum. Bubble gum. Yeah, that's oh, right. Oh. <laughs> Bananas, clothes, and bu- bubble gum. <laughs> well, speaking of somebody that's not very weedy, hey, Haley, what you drinking? I am drinking um, a Phantom Steed suggested by Anesthetic. It is a mascal mule, but it's good. Okay. Pretty classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's, it's, I love a good classic. Uh, Vodka, lime juice, and ginger ginger beer? Yep. Can't go wrong with that. As for me, I am drinking a sparkling ice orange mango with some pineapple rum in it. Also good choice. It's a great combo. The sparkling ice hides alcohol way better than I ever thought it would. Oh, yeah. Nice. I was doing a vodka vodka sprites, essentially, but they were with the lemon-lime ices, and that was great. Dangerous combinations. So, Haley won the roll-off. We are all drinking together next time, so we don't need to roll. When last we met our heroes... They had finally completed this epic combat in the Recondite Order of the Indomitable Sea. And they decided to search the building because, obviously, Eclipse had found bodies in one of the back rooms. They had a conversation with a couple there, and that couple gave them some information about the fostering and also about where uh, the vizier is, Father Voltero. So... With that information, they examined the bodies and found that the bodies looked like they died by explosion of the cranium. The one body was presumably the body of none other than Gaster Lucas, who had a note in his pocket describing a meeting place at the old house outside of town, which lined up with where the vizier went. You were attacked by some devilish little leeches, some spawn of uh, of Shubnagrath, and then you had an argument with the mayor. <laughs> and that's where we find ourselves. You guys just had the door slammed on you uh, from the mayor's office. He is probably quickly packing his bags to head off and hang out with Horace Kroon. What are you guys doing? Well, all things considered, I think that went pretty much as well as it could have. You just hear like, <laughs> on the other side of the door. We're best not linger long here. We'll suffer the same fate as the mayor. Once word gets out. Well, after we told them that the mayor uh, says it was okay, I'm sure they will, you know, find that all a big funny coincidence. Yes, coerced by the mayor. That seems like a good alibi for us. (laughs) I think maybe we should see if we should track down those other two and take care of them. Yes, I I have questions that I feel still need answered. Clearly, this is the right way to go. We must save this town from the specter that hangs over it. But I wonder what this cult's true intentions and relationship are with the Whispering Way. If Gaster Lucas was killed by this cult, could have been a mistake, an accident, or intentional. Uh, with, With further thought, you would think maybe that the objectives of this cult and the Whispering Way don't really align. 
The old ones we know are intent on the destruction of reality in the known worlds, whereas the Whispering Way want the undead to sweep across Galarian like a plague. I have a lot of questions that need answered, but I agree, it is time to move forward and see what lies ahead at the Endiamid House. This town will be so much better after we are done. Uh, we have done so much good already. Yeah, questions are a weird way for saying cutting their heads off, but let's go! Reputation with the town decrease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, we gotta just start heading. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, point of order, which are you doing? Are you looking immediately for this path, or are you looking for the two men who you allowed to escape? Oh, well, I guess in my head, and therefore in Eclipse's head, they probably would have gone to go see their higher up who is at the house. So I assumed they were one and the same. That's where you want to start to look. I, I agree. That's what I thought. Yep. Sure. You mm-hmm. knew the path was to the north of town. And uh, as you head to the northern edge of town, you do see ahead of you the beginnings of the sodden timber swamp. Uh, but there is a path. It doesn't look well traversed, but... It's a path, nonetheless, that leads into the into the marsh. Why don't you make me a survival check? Frey's gonna try to aid Matumbe. Awesome, Matumbe. This is for tracks. Oh, fantastic! Freya aids. We'll also be aiding. Yeah, same. Nope, no, no, no aids here. Everybody, don't. I love the Matumbe bus. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> um, no, no aids from the other half of the party. That's fine. Um, 24, 35, 38 with tracks. 38 with tracks. That's a very good roll. Uh, you do see two sets of fresh tracks. You see some other tracks that to you look like they're within a day old. Uh, what's interesting to you is that there's uh, several humanoid tracks and then some tracks that look much bigger than that. And finally, with a 38, as you follow this path, you follow the path for probably a quarter mile before you really can pick up on this. You do see some old hoof prints. Looks like they might be a week old. Looks like, in your mind, you're you're kind of surprised you picked them out because it looks like they've been rained on since, oh. and so it took a really keen eye uh, to to catch them. But it does seem that they're going the same direction. So some rider went that direction with maybe not at the same time, but there was a creature that went there. Some humanoid footprints, a lot of activity. Any coming away from that from where we're going? Even a quarter mile in, you see nothing that comes back. Wow, okay. You can go ahead and make me a uh, knowledge local if you wanted for the for those big ones. 100%. I can uh, auto-aid. Oh, wait a minute. Are, oh, are you? Uh, yep, I can. Yep. All right, 34 if it's a monster, 36. I'm going to say it's about a creature. Uh in this locale and with the size of the tracks your best guess is that this is a marsh giant oh 
But what's interesting to you is that it looks like it's traveling. The the tracks look the same age as that group of humanoid tracks. Mm. So the as you're puzzling this stuff together, I think Matumbe is just kind of like thinking about everything that's happened and all of the leads that you guys have so far. You think that this large thing is traveling with the tracks that you would suspect to be the vizier the other two the two pairs of tracks you would suspect that given the age is probably the people that ran away from you yeah and headed this direction less than an hour ago and then with the with the hoof prints those headed this way a week ago but none of them came back Piers, we head towards our rider the vicar Friends from the temple that escaped, and a beast, a marsh giant. I knew, obviously, we all knew that these cultists consorted with beasts, but I am surprised to see them consorting with a giant. Something definitely to be on guard for. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I have used a bit of my abilities for the day i i'm also uh down i've been injured a little bit gonna need to heal up if we will fight against whatever this is yeah it's understandable the journey is decently long i mean it would take you at least an hour to get to the house i'd say uh, through this kind of marshy terrain and a shoddy path. It's a couple miles out. Not ridiculous to do in, you know, two hours or something, but still. So I think you would be able to heal in that time as you as you approach. Emily, I'm, I'm a little worried about what your channels and spells look like. I've got lots of wand charges that we can burn through if we want to preserve what you've got for um, what I'm assuming could be another either battle or dungeon crawl even. I think that's a good idea if we have the time to use multiple charges off of the wand. Mm-hmm. Freya used quite a bit in that last combat, so conserving some of her abilities is a good idea. Yeah, you guys certainly have at least an hour when you're walked to the house, so. Okay. I'm going to use a little for myself. Brooks, how much are you down? I need six charges on average. 30 down. You got them? I think everybody's 30 down right now because of the, well, except for Matumbe, because of the cold burst. That's pretty much the damage you took between last time and now. Plus Emily. any slashing from trying to cut them out. <laughs> yeah, sure. Emily, Haley, both of you guys, same situation. Will 30 hit points be good for you? Because I got the charges to spare. Yes. I mean, I already healed up. Okay, so, so you're good? Yeah. All right, so I got myself. I, I need less than 30. All right, how much less than 30? I could do math in my head. Be great. Um, but, oh, I don't need healing. All right. Well, then it's just Brooks <laughs> and myself. And... It would be one hit at most. What did you? When did you heal? I thought Freya did a channel in between us going from the uh, 
church to, I, to the mayor. She did a channel, and I have on my sheet that I healed 23 points after same. taking 26 damage. Gotcha. Yep, same. And I took 26 before that, so that makes sense. Oh, okay. There we yep. go. Okay, I think we're probably square. You took another 26? At some point, yeah. So you, you took 26 and then healed 23. You should I don't think 20. he ever got fully healed from the fight fight. That's fine, yeah. but your history mm-hmm. should say that you healed 23. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I took. Yeah. And you are still down 30. Mm-hmm. Okay. I took 26 damage twice. So uh, this is Shades of Ickmer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. So you head down the path, and two miles north of Ilmarsh, the muddy ruts in the earth give way to a clearer path. A two-story manse stands rickety and sodden before you the damp smell of mildew clinging even to the path itself. Strong mortared walls appear to be the only reason this long-abandoned building has stood intact despite its proximity to the sodden timber swamp. The wooden roof sags and is riddled with holes, except for an elaborate stone dome that juts from the center of the building. The house's wooden doors remain intact, but its windows are now little more than gaping openings in the walls, with only a few fragments of glass in their remaining wooden frames. The main entrance yawns at you, the open maw to a dark, damp interior, eastern and western wings the jowls of this sick beast of a building. You see a large black and fetid pond, ripped like an unhealing wound to the south. The black mud surrounding it smells of bitter swamp gas and sweet decay. Make me a perception check. I get a bonus it's if it's for swamp gas. I get a bonus because it smells like decay and that I salivate. 33. 33? 34 of traps. 30. 31 unless it's disguised. 24. <laughs> okay. Freya, you're probably looking out over the water here, and you see shapes move on the surface of this black pond, only for an instant, and then they're gone, like a mirage. Matumbe, you're the only one that notices this. You look past the pond and over the trees, and you find, uh, or you see what looks like a small family cemetery. It's about... 50 yards east of the house on a low rise, and it's really just barely visible through the trees. As you ponder it, it, it obviously hasn't been visited in some time, and if you kind of count dotting them over the hill, at least the ones you can see, it's only a couple dozen headstones. Looks untended. The headstones lean like crooked teeth. Sure. That's about all you'd see at this distance. Are you triggered? Over whenever, we, whenever we finish up in this house, I'm coming back to this graveyard. Unfinished business and all. Uh, yeah, I imagine it's like the the family graveyard from the Andiomedes. So, I don't know that I want to run over there yet. But and this is the swimming hole. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe not. Ugh. I say avoid the pond and go to the house. I mean... Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know why we would right. do anything but go forward. I don't think we want to, like, go straight up and start knocking on the door, though. Like, approach the house, do some more perception. Oh, yeah. We it's... don't have to go, like, 
straight head on for this one, two. Yeah, as you look at the house, I'd take another survival perception would get you different information. It would be a much bigger penalty to do the survival, but I think I'm going to do the survival to to see what I can get. I know other people on this team are really good at perception too, so... I am not I very good perception. at either, so I'm going to aid Matumbe. Alright, I'll also try to do a perception check. Uh, dirty 20 and Brooks, you aid, correct? I aid with a natural 20. Sweet. So I critically oh. assist. <laughs> nice. 22. With the critical assist, you can see that the more recent tracks appear to go up into a main entrance. There's this main entrance of the house. The house kind of looks like a big L shape, but in the crook corner of the L, there's a, what once probably was a grandiose landing that has now, although it is made of stone, it is weathered and uh, it looks like the the tracks you're following the ground lead up that and into the building but with the critical assist you see that the hoof prints head into the door on the east there's a double door uh, to what looks like it might be some kind of loading area maybe even a stable a loading dock, probably. It's probably a loading dock. <laughs> yep. It's probably where the Undiomedes got all their loads. Yep. Freya got a 26 on that perception check. Freya, you notice there is a door to the south, and it doesn't appear to have been opened in some time. In fact, the door itself, as you approach, is swollen with moisture and you see trickling across the path and from maybe even the foundation of this building a what looks like spider veins of this black liquid leading into the pond oh oh it's leaving the house and filling the pond oh no oh yeah you, like you actually probably stepped through it on your way just splashing does that liquid also smell of decay is it like black rotting it does smell like decay and you think that's probably why the the pond smells so bad (sighs) are you guys still approaching this side of the building or do you want to kind of do a perimeter sweep Let's swing around the back side. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm partial to starting our entrance at the um, at the loading dock for horses, but let's check out the back side first. Nice. Yeah. Is there a broken down cart that we can attempt to fix out front? <laughs> yeah, any old while, man propping up carts. While we, like, you know, check it out. Seems I need some help with one of my carts. <laughs> Um, which way are you swinging around? Are you swinging around from the south or from the east? From the loading dock area or from the leaky entrance? I feel like we would go past the leaky entrance because it, it yeah. that's uh, in the L shape. We were 
closest to that side of the building. It's what you come up to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. You see on the opposite side of that, there is some major damage to the wooden portions of this building. Uh, the the wings of the building are made predominantly of wood, and so as you swing around, you see that part of this building has collapsed, although the rubble doesn't look like it's something you could bypass without maybe a spell or um, a little bit of elbow grease. Like maybe some stone shape? Is it stone rubble? Or is it all wood? It actually is stone rubble as okay. well. So there's there's wood and stone, but I'd say if you used a stone shape, you'd be able to you'd be able to move enough of it to to where the the wood portion would just kind of fall, and you'd be able to walk over it. Um, but as you continue, you still see some windows, and at this point, I need a perception check. You mean uh, not casting stone shape, but uh, stone to flesh? And then we could, and then you could have a, you could have flesh rubble, <laughs> which you, Lord only knows the Air kind Bear of screams could, that come out of that. Air Bear could eat right through it. Oh, come on! <laughs> I had a twenty-six. I'm disappointed in you for that, Emily. <laughs> uh, Thirty-five. Twenty-five. Nineteen. From up ahead, so you guys are about halfway down this wing of the building. From up ahead, you hear very faintly because it's likely through a foot and a half of, of stone you hear the faint cries of a baby oh what's Freya gonna do I mean we knew that there was a infant that was taken from the family that we met in the church Freya was, a, was hoping to find a child that was still alive that she could hopefully rescue from uh, going with these neighbors down bay. So this is invigorating her to want to keep pushing forward so she can hopefully find this child, but at least she knows it's hopefully still alive if it's making noise. Now, what I'm going to say here is as long as you're not like peering into windows and stuff, because it's through stone, you guys are being it was hard to hear a baby crying so you guys are being stealthy enough to avoid notice but once you start like peeking through windows and that kind of thing i'm going to need stealth checks for you to you know if there is something in the room for you to avoid notice well if freya did uh perk up at hearing the the baby air bear would say wait this would be a good time for them to set a trap so we must be very smart about this we can take our time to be cautious to make sure we're successful but we will not be leaving until i found that child i will not abandon it as you turn the corner the the baby has gone quiet. You only heard kind of like a gurgling, cooing, not full-on tantrum. As you swing around the intersection of the two wings, you do see what looks like an outbuilding, as well as a well. I mean, I don't I don't, I don't, don't really want to go to the well, or yeah, the this, this, outbuilding. 
graveyard and pond like it's the same thing it's like these are distractions I'd, i'm not sure that i'd unless there's any indication that we should be going there that way baby's inside we're here for the kid absolutely okay make a perception check 27 25 36 25 what's happening the lights are changing matume you're the only one that notices this don't worry, I'm the only one who noticed it. There's a... There's a... light coming from the well. Oh, no. And it... shows in every color that you've ever seen and some that you've never seen. And your brain begins to itch. And your nose starts to bleed. And I need you to make me a will save. Holy shit! I feel like I'm being punished for succeeding that will save. <laughs> Suffering from success. Also, Griffin put on the uh, on the lights around us. He put them on, like, rainbow right now. The color awesome. shifting, I yeah. Love it. You finally found Matume's weakness. Roll too high on skill checks, get punished. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and I th- and I think you succeeded. I got a sixteen on the will save. A little low this level. Matumbe, you take four points of sanity damage. Ooh. Oh. I don't know what scale we're grading this on, but that sounds high. And you guys, everybody in the party has stopped because Matumbe is trailing. You've continued to walk around, and he's just standing there looking at the well. And his normally robust and tall complexion seems hunched, seems withered. His skin looks grayer. Tube, you finally snap out of it, and you cough. And it's like you spent time in a mine you cough up this black dust and then you forget you don't know where you are you're standing here and it's like the past five minutes have not happened I'm sorry hmm he looks like down at his book and looks down at his shields like I'm still holding the things that I thought I was holding right yeah yeah hmm peculiar. Hey, Matume, we're kind of on a mission here. What's going... Why'd you stop? Uh... You know what? I seem to have lost my place for a second. I'll be right along. Let me take a look at you. And Freya's gonna pull him down to kind of her eye level and hold open his... Uh, eyelids to look at his pupils. I'm guessing she saw him cough up this black powder. She is wearing her gloves. There's uh, no, no other being I would let do this to me. <laughs> they owe you so much. <laughs> Tupé like crouches into a full squat. <laughs> he, uh, hold on, lays down. <laughs> I mean, that's probably uh, almost what needs to happen. Ooh, that is a 28 on the heal check and uh, additional plus two if it's some sort of disease. You 
run a hand over Matumbe's forehead and your glove comes up covered in soot. Mm. As you widen his eyelid to look, his eyelashes break off like like they were barely attached. Even part of his eyebrow just dust in your hand. You don't know what this is. If there's a disease that does this, you've never heard of it. It's like his very essence is being erased. He's like a drawing. He's like a drawing being smudged. Oh, dear. I'm not sure what's going on. But I'll keep watching you. See if anything gets worse. This is incredibly distressing. Uh, besides just kind of missing the last five minutes, is there any any mechanical way I need to play this griff? Just so I'm aware. Nope. Okay. Not yet. Matumba, it almost looks like you put your head in like a like some flames, like your bur- your eyebrows and eyelashes. Now it's funny you mentioned that. Because I'm not sure if I did or not. I mean, you were right here. It just looked like you were in your own head, just like I am, like, sometimes. That's that's how it looked. So this is not normal. Normal. <laughs> no. <laughs> I suggest we continue moving. I, I, we have experienced a lot today, and... Uh, evil forces are at work here. I'm sure this is just a side effect of being close to so much rot in the world. To your right, as you walk past, you you know you pass the well. This this looks like a dilapidated kitchen. To your right, um, no entrances to the house on this side. As you watch Matumbe, as you begin to walk away from the well you see just the slightest amount of color return to his face but Matumbe every step you take away from the well feels heavy you have this strange ringing in your ears as you walk away and it, it gets kind of louder as you leave the well. Does anybody else hear that? No, not too bad. What are you hearing? The ringing. The high-pitched whine. No? There is a, a high-pitched whining right here. <laughs> Excuse me. You're right, Bear. <laughs> Clips always has been a thorn in my side. Uh, that's such a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's such a good one. I got the joke. No. Oh. Nice. Oh, I absolutely did. Really? I did. I've been on fire this, with these hero cards lately, and I just keep pulling them out. This deck, I think, is legitimately haunted. That's great. I love it. So you wrap around the building now and you do see a double door on the far eastern side. 
Uh, it looks like it leads to the same place as the other double door you saw on the other side of this kind of room, this wing of the building. You're over all the way by me now on the map. Oh, okay. It's the loading dock area. It's got two, two double doors headed into it. So we've kind of gone almost fully clockwise, counterclockwise away around the building. Do we hear anything uh, um, if we listen? I bet these doors in particular. Go ahead and make me a perception. Whoever's at the door. Pull out my ear trumpet. That means that I, the DC for listening through a door is minus five. Nice. Then I've had that since book one. <laughs> but I still didn't do really well. 30, 20. Really abysmal roll for the tombs. Uh, 26. Tumbe, it's still that ringing in your ears. You can't hear anything on the other side. Would you get a clips? I got an 18, but don't forget that minus five to the DC. <laughs> yep. Nothing. This might be the safest place for us to enter. I don't hear anything. Agreed. Except the loud, annoying whine, which I don't understand why you can't hear, but okay. I, uh, I'd like to inspect the door, see if there's any traps or anything before, or lock before I try to open it. Yep. Perception? Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, 31. Nope. Here we go. Um, I will try to slowly open the door. Sure. If you try to slowly open it, it doesn't really come ajar. You feel like you're going to have to give it a decent shove. Okay. If that's the case, I would like to swing over to the other set of double doors to see if they're any easier. I know they're probably not going to be me- like game mechanically, but what person wouldn't do that? Uh, they actually are, because those doors have been opened. There we go. Nice. So you open the doors, and you see a wide chamber, large enough for a carriage to be parked inside. Spare wheels and the rusted remains of a small forge show that one was once housed here. Two horse stalls occupy the far end of the room, and one of them is occupied. There is a gaunt, barely hanging on to life, piebald horse. Whispering, of course. I should not think we should leave this horse here uh, before we do. It should be put out of its misery, but not right now. I say we set it free once we are done with our business here. It should be free from this cage, but I don't want it causing any racket or disturbance while we are trying to make our way through the house. Eclipse would nod in agreement. Freya also nods. She's not very stealthy, so she's trying her best. So you guys (laughs) kind of acknowledge the horse and move on. Uh Okay, there is a door to the west. Matumba? Yeah, same deal. Um, you want perception? Sure, if you're checking it for... Yeah, I'll check for traps as well. 20. 36. 36, yeah. Um, with a 36, you start to get the impression that it's unlikely that doors are going to be trapped in a dilapidated house. Please stop rolling. Okay. 
How about a perception to see if I can hear anything? Can I just roll over my 36? Yes. Over the ringing, you do make out a deep voice on the other side of the door. It's muffled and you can't really make out what's being said. Sounds like it's maybe just reciting something. If you listen longer, it doesn't sound like anything is responding back, which gives you the impression that maybe it's talking to itself. Foes are here, my friends. Steal yourselves. Should we go and swing him? Have we gone in any other way? We are making this town better. (laughs) (laughs) I like that's the lie that we're going to keep telling ourselves. Fucking great. Love that. All right, let's go. So you open the door and you see two doors on your left. But this hallway opens into a clearly visible uh, vast chamber that occupies the space below the mansion's cracked dome. You see sweeping stone stairways, their wooden railings long since rotted away, and they climb to a balcony overlooking the room below. From the center of the floor rises a rough, flat stone with scorch marks on its center, large enough to be a table. More surprising are the columns that support the dome high above. Rather than the finished pillars one would expect such a stately chamber to have, seven massive stones stand along the walls instead, crudely chiseled and set on end in a rough circle. It appears that the lords of Undiomede did not just place their seat at an age-old sacred site, but built their house upon the ancient stone menhirs of the Druid Ring itself. That's so cool. Point question here. So is there like a a way through here so we can see like under these stairs? Yep. Okay. Yep. The stairs kind of just are built into the wall. So they rise up, but you can see clearly underneath them. And another thing you see clearly is a large female marsh giant and she's tapping on the stone circle with a gnarled oak club with teeth embedded into the side of it and she turns at you and snarls and I need you to roll for initiative Ah! well we found the marsh giant Freya, initiative. 21. 21, not bad. Eclipse. Uh, I rolled double sevens for an eight. Unless it's dark. It's not. Oh. Air bear. 18. Batumbe. Freya, what's your modifier? Plus six. Plus five. Woo! Got me. At the top of the round is this marsh giant. She's been idling around this room just waiting for something interesting to happen and you walk right through her door and so I need everybody in a 15 foot burst should be all of you if I target Matumbe Mm -hmm. to make me a will save oh no thank you 17 
26. If it's mind affecting or shadow, it's much higher. Okay. Also a 26, but if this is a spell or spell-like ability, it goes to a 28. Sure. Air bear. 23. Did you use your uh, resolve? No? Okay. Batumbe, you are confused. Mm. Well, actually, that uh, that really does add up. Yeah. yeah. So, sometimes the <laughs> dice tell the story. Uh, that's all I got to say. That is all the creature does on its turn. Freya, you're up first. What kind of knowledge check would this be? Monstrous humanoids are knowledge local. However, I would give you a religion. Uh, it's not going to get you all the details you want about the creature, but it will get you useful information. Sweet. I'm going with that knowledge religion. Natural 20. 24. Okay. With the 24, you notice the symbol of Dagon tattooed onto her shoulders, and she has these octopoid tentacles tattooed down her arms. She doesn't look Mm. fully marsh giant, and in fact, you think that she has some sort of demonic energy about her. With that, she has energy resistance to cold and fire, can smite good, and has spell resistance. She also has DR, which, because you used religion, you know is good. Oh. But you don't know anything about any of her other abilities or class levels. Okay. All right, with that knowledge, Freya shares that with the group. Unfortunately, she already used her align weapon good that she had prepared. And I don't know how much DR. She has just that it's DR good. DR 10. DR 10, okay. Does Freya have good line of sight uh, to actually shoot this creature? I know she's right behind Matumbe, and then there's some stairs and pillars. She is large, but yes, there are stairs in front of her. I'd say she has um, just partial cover. So a little bit helping her out because the stairs are kind of coming up over her waist here. She's going to, but she, on the bright side, she's going to have to like climb over some stairs to get towards you guys. For now, I want to save my spells until she gets a little bit closer. Got to conserve. So instead, Freya's actually going to shoot her longbow. Okay. All right. Well, one of those is a natural 20, and I don't think the other one is going to hit. Okay. Roll to confirm that natural 20. All right. That one was at my lower bonus, unfortunately. I doubt a 14 is going to hit. No, it will not. But but you do get a hit off. Awesome. I hope this breaks through the DR. All right. Max damage with uh, 18. 18 points of damage. You do break through some DR there. Awesome. It doesn't seem to sink in as deep as you th- you'd think, but you do hit her right in the shoulder, right above the staircase. Awesome. Matumbe, you're up. Roll me a deep percentile. Yes, I've got my confusion table pulled up. I am ready to do this. 009. That's an act normally. Act normally. All right. Oh, boy. This is a... Uh... 
This is kind of a difficult decision to make here because we're crammed in this little tiny space and then there is a hallway that's only five feet wide which opens up into this atrium that the giant is in. We kind of, I imagine we want her to come to us because then she would have to squeeze, but I don't know what else she has besides this confusion ability. She could be slinging spells or whatever instead of getting up and dangerous like a lot of giants like to do. Here's what, oh boy, I'm, I'm. Do you want to do that knowledge local that I couldn't do? Great. Yeah, that's what I should do. You're right. Also, Griffin, what, or is she wielding a weapon? Yeah, she has a great club. 32, 34, if you consider this a monster. 34, I do consider this a monster. That's going to be three questions. Special defenses. Special defenses. Freya kind of had them with the with the other thing, but I will say she has improved iron will. Mm, so gotcha. she's going to be harder to um, harder to use mind affecting stuff against. And the spell resistance is spell resistance fifteen. Okay. Okay. Oh, and this is kind of a defense. She has rock catching, so if you're going to throw any rocks at her. She can catch him out of the air once that, per round. That's kind of what I was planning on doing, so glad that I know that now. <laughs> what what else do people want to know? I, I guess I guess I'm special attacks. Yeah, well, before I get quite there, I like that question. Um, this this creature used confusion on me. Mm-hmm. What's this I, it's kind of tough to put into words for me, but like what's going on there? Does she have class levels? Does she have some innate abilities that I'm not familiar with? Sure, I'll give you special abilities. She has some spell-like abilities. She can okay. cast augury, bestow curse, confusion, contagion, fog cloud, and quench. Oh, three times so per day each. Mm. Okay. Three times a day. Yep. So that actually really, really informs what I want to do on my turn. Then Matumbe is going to wonder about uh, special attacks, like Brooks mentioned. Special attacks, she can throw rocks, and they're actually better than her slam. She has combat reflexes. She has power attack, vital strike, and can smite good creatures. This might be a little more difficult than I thought it was going to be. Okay. My initial thought was to let her come to us, but if she has all this fancy shit, I don't think that's going to be... Um, a viable strategy. She hasn't acted yet. This may be my one and only attempt to, one and only opportunity to get up in her grill, but with the confusion, that also gets me worried. Well, you'd hope that with the confusion, if she hits you, you just keep attacking her. That's a good point. Do I take that risk? Sure. I'm going to work on removing some of her DR, by the way. Okay. Well, Matumbe is going to mechanically charge up to her and try and hit her with the book. Okay, the only issue there is that stair does provide a little bit of difficult terrain for you to hop over. So I don't think you can mechanically charge to her. Okay. Then it would be going fine. Get to the point where it's open enough that we can kind of be in a, a line, maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so he's going to... Move up a little bit and bust a right to move into this little tiny corner. Can prepare a a standard, right? So, you know, if she if she moves into range, I can hit her with my book. Sure, yeah, you can ready in action here. Yeah, which I, I don't think she'll do because she probably has reach, but we'll see. Yeah. It's the best I can do. 
Okay, Air Bear. All right. Air Bear is right around the corner of the door that was opened. Uh, so he pokes his head around, digs his, I guess, twists his foot into the ground, activating the boots of haste and following suit with Matumbe getting right beside him. You can move right up to her if you wanted to, or you can move into that room, but going any further than that is likely going to provoke. Air Bear is just going to look over at Matumbe and motion, or I guess, like, do you want me here or or try to go around? We have the jump on the get up in the face. All right. Wait, no, we do. Oh, no, fuck. We don't have the jump on her. I wouldn't have said that. Shit. <laughs> she hasn't moved, so I feel like she hasn't acted, but she totally has. She cast confusion on me, so she's not. So she can AOL. Never mind. Forget I said that. You're confused. I'm very confused. <laughs> Both Steve and the. Yeah, no kidding. All right. I, I think we should just stay where we're at. Yeah, then. I agree. Okay. Okay, so are you readying? You only took one move action. Correct. Readying uh, an action to to attack. Yep, attack if she comes into range. Sure, Eclipse. Okay. Eclipse heard that there is DR, and she knows that her good friend Air Bear has no way of overcoming that at all, and will attack many, many times, and that'll definitely harm us if he can't get his damage off. So she is going to spend one point of her mental focus and she's going to turn her weapon into a plus one keen negating battle axe. Negating is a plus two bonus. Um, It's the highest bonus I can do uh, with this ability. It does mean that I can nullify forms of damage reduction. So when I do hit uh, eventually, I will make it so that her DR good or any DR is reduced by five for the next round. So that'll help my friend Air Bear. That'll help Matumbe. It'll be overall a really benefit thing, beneficial thing. So that's my standard action. That's, I mean, that's all I'm doing. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to move my full movement of 20 feet to be as close as I can to the action. Not quite getting as far as I want, though. Okay. It is the creature's turn. You see the creature's hand glow. And I cannot five foot step because of these stairs. So I do have to move, but I'm moving five feet up and I'm making a touch attack against Air Bear. Natural one. All right. Spell is still charged. And that is the creature's turn. Freya, you're up. You're the furthest back here. With the knowledge that Matumbe got that this creature can cast an awful lot of spells changes what Freya was planning on doing. So she reaches into her bag and pulls out her meta magic rod which i believe is a move action for rods yes pulling out a rod is a move action perfect uh and so holding that rod she casts spell resistance on herself okay 
Uh, and so this is an extend rod, uh, so the duration will be 18 minutes. And I now have DR, or uh, not DR, spell resistance, 21. Nice. And that will be her whole turn. Matumbe, roll me your percentile. Here we go. So for the best. Okay, okay. <laughs> what you got, bud? Well, it's not the same roll that I got last time. It doesn't which is look like news. it. Um, I rolled a 64, which means I deal 1d8 points of damage plus strength modifier to self item in hand. So he looks at this beast. He looks at the book. <laughs> I know how to deal with this. And then bashes himself in the face with it. <laughs> the rigging gets a little louder in your ears after that. Shut up. Uh, okay, pretty low on the damage. I'm only doing seven points to myself. Okay. Air Bear. Air Bear is going to delay his turn. Okay. Delaying till Eclipse goes. Eclipse is up. All right. So, with that, Eclipse is going to move up. She's probably going to get attacked because she needs to move up close enough to try and hit this thing. Can you attack with a charge spell? You were you were making a, a, a melee touch attack with your spell, right? Yep. I'm fairly confident that's how that works, yeah. All right. I'm going to double check it. Eclipse, does a 28 hit your touch? Yes, of course. So you take a... Minus six to your constitution as bestow curse is placed upon you. That hurts the Yang. It does hurt the (laughs) Yang. So it is a minus six decrease to an ability score, minimum one. And just so you know, that doesn't like, I'm pretty sure that decrease doesn't change your dying threshold, much like being, um, having ability damage. Well, yeah, because it, it, it's treated like um, damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is she- there is there no will save? Oh yeah, there's gonna be a will save for bestow curse. Sorry. I was like, hang on a minute. <laughs> this feels way I was too like, yes, I got it. Bestow curse feels like one we should have figured out. Yeah. Yeah, it made me a will save. This is not mind affecting. Twenty six. Okay, twenty six does succeed. <laughs> That's great. That's great news. This does not hurt the Wyang. <laughs> it, it probably still will. <laughs> it probably still will, but here she is. She's up front. I have no idea how hard this thing is to hit. I'm taking power attack off because what matters is that I hit, not that I do damage because I need Air Bear to do this damage. So, I'm going to try and hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go. Roll to confirm. I don't think I confirmed. <laughs> I rolled a four on the die after that, so... 21. Nope. That's what I thought. Okay, well, either way, I, I do damage, and that's what matters here. Um, and I got maximum damage. With no power attack. Yeah, I know. 23 points of damage. And with all of that being said, 
you now have only a DR5, which is a lot better than a DR10. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, this was a great move, 100%. Okay, Air Bear, you're up. All right, five foot step up. You cannot. Pull it. Why not? It's oh, okay, yeah, you're good yeah. on the stairs. Yep. Does a 22 hit? No. All right, so this, my first set. Better than that, man. My, my first set uh, all missed. Are you fucking oh, kidding no. me? I did so much for you. Please reward <laughs> me with it. There is at least one uh, because it's natural 20. Okay, Ooh. okay, okay. But that's it. Mm -hmm. That sucks. It you does. Confirm that. It's uh, not going to confirm. Okay. Mm. This is going great. <laughs> so one hit. Yep. Okay. God damn it, man. It, uh, How much damage? At least 12. Oh. Very glad we reduced the DR down, though. Yeah. I am. I am. <laughs> actually did pay off really big. <laughs> big payoff. Okay. It is Not, the creature's turn. I don't think it, one other one, other than the natural 20, was above 10. Turn power attack on. I'm gonna swing at Eclipse twice. Okay. That's a 35 to hit. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. In the terms of 2e, yeah. that's critical. <laughs> yep. And a one misses. That's awesome. Um, however, almost min damage. That's 27 points of damage. Whew. About the amount of damage that I did myself just a, a few hours ago. And that is its turn. Freya. Freya is lagging behind the party at this point. She's still in uh, the room with the stable in there by the horse. She takes her full movement. Now you're to not going to speak with animal? This might be a good time to have a little chat with the horse, figure out what we're dealing with but she is a little bit worried about the party. She also has noticed uh, from all the way down this hallway that the party is having some trouble actually hitting this creature. So she stares down this giant and emanates an aura of menace. Okay. And this is not, it does not specify mind affecting. There is no save. It takes a minus two penalty to AC attacks and saves as long as it remains within her aura, which is 30 feet. Okay. Matumbe, percentile, please. I have you now. Bashes himself in the face again. <laughs> 69 off the dice. Nice. Good. Max damage <laughs> when I really needed it. 
Um, yeah, he just keeps smashing himself in the face. Um, I guess this is just something we'll deal with later. Eclipse. Um, Eclipse is going to go ahead and attack twice. Sure. Double 18s. I so wish my critical range was larger, but the lowest one is a 30. So they both hit. That hits. Awesome. Awesome. I'll give you the damages separately. So for the first one, that's 20. And for the second one, oops. It's another 20. And once again, you got a DR5 instead of DR10. I assume that applies to your hits as well. Yeah, it applies um one round, like one full round. From the end of your turn. Yep. So um, that's why I need Air Bear to hit the same time I hit. Okay, it is Air Bear's turn. All right. Let's see if he can roll two natural 18s. He's, he's got we'll 18 rolls. So. <laughs> Doubtful, though. The AC is a little bit lower now. Yeah. yeah. You guys are also like swinging up onto a set of stairs. That's true. Small. We are two small creatures. I'm uh, factoring that in. So, have we found out if a 24 hits? You have not found out if a 24 hits. Don't Would you like to? Hit. Yeah. Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, well, I did roll 118. So, uh, there's there's one critical threat there. Is that 18 good too? 31. I feel like I could have been judicious forcing these uh, things yes. if I had any idea what was going on. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if you were confused, you might. Yep. All right. Uh, let's keep working up the uh, ladder here with minimum AC. It does a 25 hit. No. All right. So just one hit. So far. More great news. There is one critical threat. Also uh, in this bunch with the natural twenty. So, what's it go to? Does that matter? I guess your lowest attack can't be. It's also a natural twenty. It would be a hit, but it can't crit if it's lower than its AC. So if it was on your last attack, it's possible it doesn't hit. So that crit would just go to a regular hit. Well, it was not my uh, lowest AC. It was a uh, 32. Okay. Yes. Continuing with fantastic rolls <laughs> with a two. Okay. <laughs> What's a two four? Uh, confirm. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't confirm. So neither confirmed. That's correct. Okay. So two hits. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me the garbage time. I need so much work for you. And it's paying off really, really well. Uh, it's just gonna take a minute. First set of damage is 17. Next set is 14. Okay. That's pretty good, isn't it? it? So it was one hit before, and now it'll be, now it's two, and then we'll see if we can work our way up to three. We're, we're feeling each other out, just getting comfortable. I realize the contribution my character is basically a net negative right now, but definitely the least improved from last battle is you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you went from like hitting six times around to one, two, 
too. Yeah. Well, once you get AC up. I feel like this is this has happened All before. Right, we're gonna cast defensively here. Makes it needed a not a natural one. Um, everybody, make me a will save. Matumbe, don't worry about it. Is this a spell? It is a spell. It's, does it have spell resistance? Yeah. What's your spell resistance? Twenty-one. Okay. Beats it. Seventeen on the deck. Darn it. Does this happen to be mind affecting shadow? It is mind. <sighs> Sixteen. Confused. That's another twenty-six for me. Oh, oh! Unless it is, uh, this is a spell. Let so me just tell you, unless you're adding four, you're confused. I would add two. How about you? Eighteen. Confused. So you've already told me. Uh. Clips is the only non-confused combatant. With that, the creature. Uh, uses its move action to step back. Uh, you may take an attack of opportunity. Eclipse, Air Bear, you are confused, so you may not. 28. 28 hits because of your friend. Yay! Thank you. Which I imagine that is going to go away once you're, you know, not yeah, acting she normally. won't be able to continue that. 20 points. 20 points. That DR is still lowered. Okay. Next to the order is Freya. Freya, roll me a percentile. Uh, Matumbe, you can actually start tracking. You have nine more rounds of confusion. The rest of you have 12. Oh. Oh, dear. Man, the only reason Eclipse isn't confused right now is because she's got two minds in her head. Like, literally. 87. Attack the nearest creature. That looks like Matumbe. <laughs> no! And he's also confused. Which means he you know what that means. Alright, well, right now Freya still has her her rod out. Can that be a move action to put it away? Oh, you're going to go up and sock him with the rod. It doesn't matter. Make oh, an unarmed okay. attack. Oh, that's... Shit. Holy shit, my is going to kill Freya. I think you're vastly overestimating what my damage output is. <laughs> Probably. There's a fair chance I could full round her for nine, for nine rounds and we'll be just fine. <laughs> Alright, here we go. We'll see if you can hit. A 22? That will not hit, no. Okay. Alright. Which means you didn't get hit, which means you still get to roll on the thing. Neat. Oh, thank goodness. That is... Um, so please roll on the thing, it's your turn. I am. <laughs> I was just ready to go all out on Freya, but we'll see. 11! Act normally! Yay! I feel like my best bet is just just leave. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck me. Fuck me. Okay. um. Right now, you saw Freya, who did something weird by trying to punch you. Air Bear and Eclipse, though, have been attacking this monster like normal. So far. Yes. Which means Air Bear could turn around and absolutely murder you. We don't know that yet. Um, <laughs> you gonna learn today. 
Matume has not fucked around, but he's about to find out. Um, you, I, whatever. Uh, he's gonna move up to the creature. Okay, you're gonna take an attack of opportunity. Yep. Oh, and if it hits, that means you'll keep attacking that. Yeah, that's, I think that's his strategy. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> he's he's hurling himself at it because he's Genius. got a boatload of dumb in his head. <laughs> I'm dumb and ready to go, guys. <laughs> I think a 28 has you. Uh, it actually does, yeah, even with a couple friends around me. Okay. This is the best case scenario. <laughs> this is a good case scenario for you. That is 32 points of damage. Okay, I spoke a little too soon about this being the best case scenario. Oh. Hey, um, just a hypothetical. If I, if you had like a ton of friendly summons around you, does that, does is there a cap on that increase to your AC? Just a hypothetical. Hey, that's a great question. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll look it up later. Thanks. Okay. Um, I, I have far too many uses of Bane already burned up for the day. What I'm going to do is use a swift action to cast a second level spell called Inheritor's Smite, giving me a plus five sacred bonus to this attack roll. Okay. God <laughs> damn it. So I got a natural one. I'm confused because you had that reaction and Brooks gave you a smile and thumbs up. <laughs> Brooks is just trying to commiserate with anybody today. No, I was doing the, uh, uh, whatever, like Brian at the computer, uh, meme, mm. whatever. All right. Yep. Eclipse. There's no way for me to move up to it without getting attacked. No, there ain't. I, I just, I don't know. I'm not having great luck. I can't attack it right now. I might take a five foot step back and start casting. Like back into the corner that Matumbe just came from. Because if I go up there right now, I can't go up there without getting hit. So I'm gonna start casting. Give, give Air Bear all the opportunities. <laughs> everybody everybody around him. Yeah, well well that's the thing. Here's here's the thing though. Speaking of Air Bear and opportunities, Eclipse was trying to make some really good opportunities for Air Bear. She didn't see that panning out. So again, right now. I could keep doing that, but it's just gonna hurt me at this point. Let's just cast a spell. Okay. It's a, it's a full round casting. Okay. Air bear, give me a percentile. Twenty-two. Oh, thank God. I know, right? I was supposed to roll low, and I did. This is great. <laughs> So I'm acting normally. Mm -hmm. That is so, so good. All right. There's going to be a move action, or I guess, it, can I even step into that spot with the uh, You can't five foot. Pillar? You have to move. Right. It yeah, would be you a can, you like, can move stand there. five feet. Yep. You can move and then it would, there. and then provoke. Yes, or it would provoke. I could go all the way around as well. Yep. Yes, uh, that is what I am going to do. So then it will then provoke on the other side. Sure. That's a 20, uh, 29 to hit. Yep. Okie dokie. 
36 points of damage. Okay, that is kind of good though, because now Airbear will not attack literally anything else. And that's sca- it would scare me if Airbear had to attack me. Wait, did you move yourself out of its reach? What are you doing there? You can't attack it from there. No, I cannot attack it from there. Is so- that the point? No, but that's where I would attack it. Doesn't it have reach? It does. I, it gets an attack of opportunity on you. That doesn't stop your movement. Where's your final spot that you're moving to? Is that a door you need to get through, too? No, that's a, that's a door out of this place. Okay. Um, no. Is that on a different level? I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know why you're not just walking in, walking around it, and flanking with Matumbe here because you can walk literally just walk behind it where my mouse is do you have the movement to do that oh yeah and then one more in it's the pillars that uh yeah the pillars are like walk throughable they're oh, like you can walk between them okay. they're not they're just rocks on the ground i don't think they're boulders it's like a okay. column in the ground okay all right well then i can uh, at least attack once it is not worth me uh, saying, saying what it was. Okay. So it is not, it's not just when you attack. I think we're finding a pattern here. Okay. Creature's going to go ahead and cast defensively here. Okay. Not a one. She's just going to touch air bear. Take my power attack off. Twenty-eight to touch. Yeah. Make me a will save. Now I'm rolling resolve. One of them is a uh, natural 19 for 26. Should be fine. And then she's going to five foot step to the south, breaking up that flank. Freya, roll me a percentile. Switching up the dice for this one. Did not help with a 76. So again, attacking the nearest creature, which is Eclipse for sure. Now is Eclipse. So I'm going to... At least Eclipse probably won't attack you back. In which case, you wouldn't have to continue attacking her. This wouldn't attack her. <laughs> I think That's Eclipse funny. would kill me real quick. So hopefully, uh, a 20. Does not hit. I doubt the second one will hit. Nope, it does not. Good. Good news. Matumbe, percentile. Or I guess you I got attacked. attacked, yeah. Okay. Full round attack on this thing. Which is just two attacks. First attack. Got its full DR now, right? It does? It should. Eclipse didn't attack it last round. Oh. Correct. Sure. Okay. 22, I'm sure, won't hit. 13 probably isn't going to hit? <laughs> no. Okay. Then uh, those are misses. 
Okay, Eclipse, you're up. I think you and I are right in the ballpark, though. We're close. <laughs> We're closing in on it. So immediately, a bolt of lightning comes down, and for, I, it's 10 electricity damage. Okay, it's... That is uh, not one of the things it is resistant to. That is correct. So, just 10? 10 electricity, yes. Sounds bad. It's 3d6. Okay. So that's my, my, the first thing that happens. That's not actually an action, it just happens. I'm gonna move up. Okay. You're gonna get bopped, though. Yep, I know. Oh, no. 30. (laughs) That is. Wait. If I have the spell call lightning just, like, sitting, I don't have to concentrate constantly, do I? I think you can just call down... That's what I thought. ...lightning bolts as long as you haven't run out of them and you haven't exceeded the duration of the spell. That is what I thought. Okay. 20 points of damage. Unfortunately, I turned off power attack to deliver a touch attack. It's fine. Um... Well, I'm going to also swift action mind barrier so that I have that because I forgot about it until now, so I'll do that. And then I'm going to go ahead and attack. How'd it go? Really, really well, Griffin. Really well. Yeah, Uh, like a solid 19 to hit. I was going to say, I'm expecting Mm -hmm. some damage then if it went so well. Went so well. You You guys are always like, went really well, really well. Every time. I just, I'm expecting all this damage. What's that? Where's all the damage? You guys should be rolling some damage, right? Move on. Erbear, you're confused. What? But it hit him. Yes. More. Okay. All right, so then I'll five foot. And then I'll hit him. I'm not rolling on Hero Lab. It's <laughs> jinxed. Holy shit. I am very glad you didn't roll on Hero Lab. I can't see. 18, 19, and 20. Shit! Yeah. <laughs> Clarify that those are off the die, please. Oh. Off the die? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you want to try and confirm those? I do. And I guess I'll just roll them all again. So two of them do not confirm but the the last one does confirm with a natural 20 okay which is fantastic three hits one or well two hits one critical yes still has dr10 so subtract 30 from all of this Ooh. Uh. it's another great set uh <laughs> so and by great set, this one isn't so great. Uh, natural one. And I'm sorry, you six. had like a you had like an 18 or something on the bottom one. What's your to hit on your last attack? That is a good point. Uh, it is an eight, bringing it to 26. So that yeah, one so that actually wouldn't. So then it is two hits. One critical, one hit, right? Yeah. No. That was the crit. Oh, oh Yeah, you gotta be throwing out the ACs with this creature. Well, actually, in general, just because you have a high crit range. Hey, are we hits. flanking too, by the way? 
Just now that Eclipse is yeah. there? Yeah, it still doesn't hit. 28 doesn't hit. Nope. Is what I just heard Steve, who's keeping track. <laughs> uh, no, I wasn't. Because <laughs> I wasn't doing anything. Oh. I thought you were writing it down right before that happened. I, I am writing it down now. 28 doesn't hit, but... Alright, so one attack does 17, bringing it to only 7, and the next one is a total of 6, with the DR taken out. So 13 total? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. If only somebody had hit before. If only. Right, I think we can agree this is Haley's fault. (laughs) Excuse me? Natural 20. No. Oh. So X3 critical. Get out of this eclipse. room. No. Oh, no. Why are you targeting me? Oh, my God. You might die here. Why are you targeting me? Uh, well, let's let's see. Okay. And you rolled to confirm? Oh, no, I didn't. You're right. Let's see. Here, fuck it. I'll roll it on the table. Because the power attack is at a plus 18. What is that? What is that? What is that? It's a two. 20 doesn't hit you, right? Absolutely, it does not. Woo! So you still do take... 36 points of damage. Triple that would have been a problem, yeah. Yeah. It would have killed me, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh right, would have killed me. Here's one more. Crit still happen. It's fine. Natural two again. No hit. <sighs> Fuck yeah! Okay. Next to the orders, Freya. Freya, roll me your percentile. I need to channel so bad. Please. So a 20 and a zero is a 20? It's a 20, yes, Mm -hmm. act normally. I can channel. Are you here? I am behind the party just out of the hallway. Freya's mind clears for a second and she looks around at the party and Everyone's not looking so good. There are a few people that also look a little dazed or, I guess, confused. Possibly dazed and confused. (laughs) And she channels positive energy and excludes this creature. Twenty points of healing, and don't forget your roll twice and take the better for one roll, and you can use it within the next three rounds. You can only use it if you get an act normally, which these guys can't roll. Oh, okay. Yeah. Matumbe, you're attacking the creature. Yeah, that's what I gotta do. DR10, intact. Right, so I honestly can't even afford to power attack, because if I will, there's not even a good chance that I would punch through that, so I just... Oh, it confused me, too. Very confused. (laughs) 
Wait, did I say I can't even power attack? I have to power attack. Because, oh, punch through, yeah, anything. punch through. That's, yeah. What it, that's what I was trying to say. Red die's gonna be at my lower. God, fucking. This is just the most comical ass combat. Okay, I got a fucking 16 and a 12. That hurts. <laughs> Boy, combined those wouldn't hit. Eclipse. What a great showing. Eclipse, you saw your life flash before your eyes. I did. Uh, I'm gonna swift action barrier again. Use my last one of the day because clearly I need it. Shit. Yeah. I'm gonna attack twice. Alright, let's see what you can do. You do have the flank on it. I do, I know. Uh, Eclipse is done with her turn. Okay. Oh. Bear bear. Alright. Unfortunately, <laughs> Eclipse a, didn't get a hit. So. It was a four and a two, by the way, in case anyone's interested in those dice rolls. Dude, you wouldn't have nice. hit on a 14 and a 12, so. Get out of here. <laughs> I would right, hit I'm, on those. I'm going back to Hero Lab because. That desperation. He's got the desperation. Alright, uh. One of them is indeed a natural 20 with a total of 33. Okay. So I'll roll that one. Great second one again. Uh, 20 total. It does uh, not confirm. Does not confirm, no. You're about, you're about nine off. <laughs> so that's one hit, guys. One hit. One hit total? So far. One hit. <laughs> the first, first volley. Second volley, uh, the first hit, uh, or die just roll just is give, me, give me the totals. Give me the 31 totals. 31. With the natural, okay. natural 19, bringing it to a critical. Uh, we know that a, a 24 and a 9 do not hit. They do not. So let's roll to confirm that crit. 30. 30 does. Yes. That is very good news. You needed it. Let's see if he can do it. All right, this is the first attack. I can just take out the DR. Eight total. And then a total of 23. Or 13, uh, excuse me, 13. As you with the DR. flail wildly, you do manage to nick an artery on the giant oh my and she collapses to one knee and just moans as she falls over and we still have eight rounds or five for Matumbe of confusion to deal with for the entirety of the party Except You're no longer attacking the giant, and the only targets are each other. Finish your drinks. We'll see you next week. Oh, man! Yes, I oh, no. knew it. I feel like we really deserved that win. Yeah, we deserved it.
Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo, Inc. and used with permission.